Hello and welcome to the Bucket Hats Pirates Podcast. I am your host, Bucket Hat Fred. And for this episode, I will be doing a live read-through and reaction to One Piece Chapter 949. To start off this read-through, we have the cover page. And in it, it is a colorful spread of the Straw Hats Pirates hanging out in a pool, it appears. Um, we have Usopp on the right-hand side diving into the water. Right underneath him, we have Sanji looking at a bunch of fish, reaching out to one of them. Next to Sanji is Zoro at the bottom of the page, lying down, floating with his face out of the water with his eyes closed, looking very relaxed. To the left, on the bottom left corner of, so of Zoro is Chopper, hanging out in a floaty, looking really happy. This is interesting because it's probably the first time I've seen Chopper without a hat in a while. He's looking really happy without his pink hat or his uh, post time skip beanie. And he's looking really cute. On the floaty it says Chopper on board. <laughs> That's a funny touch. And then right on top or right behind of Chopper is Nami in a yellow bikini. Smiling as she looks inward to the rest of the crew, holding onto a slice of banana. Actually, a banana peel. It's like a giant banana peel that stretches towards the center of the picture where Luffy is. In. And Luffy is sitting in the middle of the frame, eating a very huge banana and taking a really big slice out of it while sitting on top of a gorilla. Luffy right now is sitting on the belly of a gorilla. And I don't know where this gorilla is from, but it's kind of funny. And the gorilla has a like a, a Maori-like tattoo from his left peck to his shoulder that says gorilla on it. And then it stretches out from the, the chest to the, the shoulder. And the gorilla is looking like really kind of maybe jealous of Luffy eating the rest of his banana. Um, and the gorilla has goggles and headphones and for some reason I don't understand why he would have those in the pool but those are just funny little touches that Oda threw in. On the right shoulder of the gorilla is Robin holding a drink looking inwards as well and then next to her is Frankie chilling at the side of the pool gulping down a cola it appears and the hair that Frankie has is a pompadour. And then the last straw hat all the way on the left-hand side of the picture is um, Ez Brook rocking, rocking out on his guitar that is shaped like a shark. Yeah, really cool colorful color page. I really like the color pages for One Piece. I kind of can just spend a lot of time just staring at them because the colors are always so fun and interesting and there's always so much information jam-packed into it. If I'm looking into it again, there's more bananas in the right-hand side of the image. And overall, this looks like a really fun time. I wish I was at a pool right now, kind of just hanging out and chilling with some of my close friends. Because that's the type of imagery that is being shown right now. Really, really fun stuff. Moving on into the chapter on the next page. It starts off right away with some action. The location, Udon, Wano. Eliminate the Metalsome 6 cries a voice from the distance as we look at the overall setting of the the fight we just see a bunch of factories up in the distance and the noise coming down from the middle of the factories then we see luffy throwing out a big punch and in the text box it says the playgrounds aren't hitting him you see his punch hit somebody's face on the right hand side and next to him you see raizo and 
Kawamatsu in the distance flying towards the enemies as well. And there's a big chaos and fight going on right now. One of the guards with the plague pistols from the last chapter, the plague pistols that the poison pistols that can uh, cause someone to be sick and then transfer to anyone around them, um, is being shot around. And one of the guards is saying, I told you, it can be any of them. And then Luffy shouts back, knock it off. Where are you aiming? So the guard is really just trying to shoot anybody around the pirates or the samurai so he can get one of them sick. And then hopefully that spreads to the rest of them. But that doesn't seem to be working out for them very much because they can't land a shot on anyone right now. Ah, go! It just shows a bunch of slides of the of the head guard shooting a bunch of prisoners like indiscriminately one at a time. Then Luffy says... They're prisoners. They barely had any real food to eat. And then Chopper looking really mad saying, How dare you use viruses as a weapon? Gum gum no. Heavy stamp. Oh, cool. And now we see Luffy and Chopper doing a combined attack. Chopper is in his, I believe his heavy point form. Throwing a big punch out with his left arm and Luffy back to back with Chopper kicking out with his right leg. Hitting one, two, three, four, five different of the guards. I always enjoy seeing like combined attacks with the straw hats to show off their camaraderie and strength. And then old man Hyo hops into the fight saying, leave my comrades alone as he slashes another one of the guards. Now the guards are freaking out as they look over at Kiku with her, her mask on and they say, it's a demon. And they're all just kind of running away. One of them's on the ground, one's dashing away. And then we see Kiku reaching to her back grabbing a sword as if she's about to slice now kawamatsu enters into the fray saying kappa style yori kiri oh and he slices and he dashes towards a bunch of enemies and then they fly away yeah they are saying now we have raizo dashing towards a bunch of guards saying lightning shuriken raizo's looking really cool here as if he has like wings and like diving straight forward with his arms crossed as if he has shurikens inside his arms getting ready to throw them. And now keys just drop onto the ground. Clank. Use those, Sir Luffy. One of them will be the right key, says Raizo as he throws the keys towards Luffy. And then while all this fighting is happening, we see Kid the Pirate sitting there looking really mad and upset. His eyes shaded, his eyes squinted as well, looking towards... Kamazo the Manslayer, also known as Killer, a member of Kid's Pirates, who was given a smile death of fruit and now cursed to be in a constant state of laughter for the rest of his life. So it really is just Kid spectating the whole fight, sitting very still, trying to gather as much information as possible, or try to probably collect all his thoughts. He's probably in a lot of distraught right now. Kid is just like looking around at the whole fight, watching everyone trying to do their best to get out of the situation they're in. Meanwhile, he's looking at his comrade, unsure what he can do to save Killer from his curse of constant laughter. Damn it! They keep going after the prisoner, exclaims Luffy. And then there's a prisoner on the, the next panel who's flying away, getting hit by a plague bullet. Oh no, oh no, I've been shot. Ah, it burns, help, it's spreading. No, stay away. All the prisoners are running away, trying to not get hit by the bullet, and they seem to be on like steaming from the, the fevers that they get from the plague bullets when they get hit by it. Looks very tragic. I, I forgot to mention the name of the plague, says the guard who's shooting all the plague bullets. 
It starts with heat spreading from the bullet wound, then it leads to a burning pain all over one's body, and blood everywhere. Wow, what gruesome, gruesome, gruesome imagery. That plague bullet doesn't just cause one to have a fever. It causes that fever to be so unbearably like hot. And to the point, you're basically burning the people from the inside out for each bullet. So that explains all the steam that's coming from in these scenes. When a person gets shot by the bullet and then steam comes out of them. I was thinking that that was just like their fever being exaggerated by the by Oda. But it actually seems to be like an actual mechanic by the bullets after they land into a person. And all of them are getting shot and being um, hectic, causing a lot of chaos in this scene. Now the guard with the plague bullet continues saying, The victim is left racked with agony, breathing and crawling for help, until they spread the misery to others. Just look, that's the final fit of those who contract it. They might as well be dried, rotten plants. This now shows, one, two, three, four, a whole horde of bodies lying down, faceless. I think we can presume them to be dead. They don't have their eyeballs showing and then... They just look all beaten and battered with a bunch of lines all over their bodies, steaming as well as blood coming out of their mouth and their nose. A whole scene of people just being at the edge of their life, or if not, simply dead. It looks as if they were all burned. Now it shows Luffy's face of anger, and now I know that he wants to take revenge on the the guard for using such inhumane weaponry. Then the guard continues to say, this is one of Master Queen's greatest masterpieces, and the plague's name is Mummy. Now, move it, all of you. You are human weapons that can defeat our enemies just by touching them. Move it, all of you. Or do you want to be branded traitors? Now all these prisoners are reacting to what the, the warden is saying to them, realizing that they have to fight or... They'll be considered enemies to Kaido. And now it seems that all those who were hit by the bullets are getting up. All steamy, looking like zombies, all facing towards the samurai. Luffy, Raizo, Kawamatsu, Old Man Hyo, and Kiku. They're surrounded by them. They're surrounded by all of the plagued prisoners. Wow, that's extremely high. That's ridiculous. First, they shoot down a bunch of the prisoners to make them really sick and then coerce them to fight back against the samurais, those who want to save them. That's really, really cool and dope storytelling. And now for my like reaction to this is that this puts the samurai in a really, really open-ended dilemma about what, um, figuring out what they need to do because original enemies are the Kaido pirates and guards who are trying to keep everyone inside the prison but now it seems to be the people that they're trying to save are also their enemies not by their choice of course but because they're being coerced into fighting the straw hat so now they have to fight against those who they don't really want to fight against so we'll see how they handle the situation Earlier in the last chapter, 948, they were simply trying to rally the prisoners to fight back against the guards because the samurai are supposed to be a symbol of hope that they can fight back against Kaido. But now that seems that that hope is fading away very quickly as a lot of the prisoners who were diseased and plagued by from all the playgrounds are coming back to fight the samurai. Kind of giving a bit of like a Walking Dead-esque kind of vibe to the, the chapter where a bunch of zombies are now coming back to fight against our protagonists. Please get out of here. If you hadn't showed up, this would have never happened. Oh, 
Wow, now it seems as if the, the prisoners are now blaming Luffy and the samurai for their fate. Even if you are the red scabbard Akazaya samurai who supposedly died 20 years ago, you still can't win. Not against that enormous flying dragon. Not against Kaido. No one can stand up to the might of the Animal Kingdom pirates. Just look, just one weapon created by one of his followers wreaks this much devastation? Witness our futility against its power. That's right. If you outsiders hadn't come along, even life at Udon would have been normal. We wouldn't have suffered like this. While the prisoners are all saying this to the seven samurai, they all are just intently listening. We have Luffy over there with his mouth kind of frowned and kind of angry looking at them just listening. We have Kiku taking off her mask to get a look at who's speaking. We have Kamata looking intensely. And we have Raizo looking over his shoulder listening to everything that they're saying. Their fate is the way that it is because the samurai are back and if they had never come then they would have never been shot by these plague bullets and they would have lived normal lives within the prison. And something about this ticks off Luffy. Now Luffy grabs one of the prisoners face and then Kiku reacts saying, no Luffy Taro you mustn't touch them. And now the plague is reaching onto his, oh it's spreading onto Luffy's hand and Luffy's just looking really mad and intent. His arms come all the way around them and he says, stop all of you. And what the heck? He touched us himself? Is he insane? What are you doing, Sir Luffy Taro? You call this a devastation? You call this overwhelming power? This stuff has no effect on me. Oh, so it seems to be that Luffy's trying to show a point about how the bullets, even though they cause a lot of devastation and a lot of um, havoc, that it's not pointless to fight back because Luffy is strong enough to fight back. He's showing how he can take on all of the poison. And how he has the strength to fight back against the pirates, the Animal Kingdom pirates. Now Chopper's reacting to the whole situation and saying, Liar! Get away from them, Luffy! It seems that Luffy ignores Chopper and then continues to say, The samurai I know all are strong and hardy, but you guys are broken all the way on the inside. What do you mean normal life? Obeying every order they give you, leaving off the dumplings? Is that normal? Open your eyes! You're nothing but slaves. Now Luffy, after grabbing all of them, throws them all straight forward, really mad. And a lot, a few who are spectating on the side are confused about how strong and powerful Luffy is, kind of stepping back away from the fight. And now it seems... Now this scene makes sense with Luffy's character. He's the type of person who values freedom and values living a life that he wants to live not living at the whims of other people and hearing about how these prisoners really just wouldn't been okay and content living their lives as slaves really irks Luffy because he does not see people living like lives like that. So now it shows why he's mad and he wants to free them and he wants them to choose themselves to be free. So he, uh, maybe not in the most diplomatic way, grabs all of them and throws them across the room trying to knock some sense into them by literally trying to knock some sense into them. And this is just the way that Luffy handles a lot of his problems um, through physicality. So he's really trying to get them to choose to be free and not to blame them, blame others for their current situation and that to remind them that they have the strength to fight back. Even though the situation that they are in currently looks very dire. And amidst Luffy talking to the prisoners and trying to knock some sense into them, we have now Otama and Momo peeking out of the corner, looking into the fight. With then Otama thinking, 
they're still alive and well. And then Momo thinking, you call that well? He looks dreadful. Moving on to the next page, now we see the prison guard who was shooting the plague bullets say, has he lost his mind? And now it's back to Luffy. And he, Luffy says, so what if I came here from another place? Why can't an outsider help protect your country? And now all the prisoners have quiet downs with their mouths open, jaws drop. And now Luffy says, I made a promise with a friend named Tama who fed me back in curry. I promise to make this place where you can eat your fill again. Now it pans over to Tama who's still creeping around the corner saying, Big bro. Now flashback of the time that she spent with Luffy when they first met. And in the flashback, Luffy is saying, by the time we leave this country, it'll be a place where you can eat as much as you want every single day. In that flashback scene, we have Otama sitting on the ground eating an apple while Luffy is away looking straight forward with intent, really believing in the words that he's saying that he's going to make Wano a place filled with food all over again. Like I had mentioned in the review for chapter 948, um, Oda does a really good job of doing macro storytelling. If you think about it, the last arc that we were in with Big Mom, there was an abundance of food where everyone was eating completely as much as they wanted without concern. And now we switch over to the country of Wano and into the exact opposite. You see the drastic change of despair from abundance to to desolation. And this makes the pain of not having any food look 10 times more excruciating than it would be if we didn't look at a place that had a lot of dessert, candy, and anything to drink. So now I just feel especially sad for all the people of Wana who've been struggling to eat for the past 20 years. And Luffy definitely felt that too with Tama when she was struggling to find food. Okay, going back into the chapter, Luffy says, If we can't make that happen, this will always be hell. I already heard about Odin. He was a great man, but the day Kaido killed him 20 years ago was the day this country stopped working, right? And now it zooms into Luffy's face filled with anger and he says, We came here to fight Kaido and win. There's no reason for the people on our own side to stop us. So make up your minds right now. Are you with us or are you with Kaido? And now one of the prisoners says, Are you serious? Are you giving us another chance? And now old man Hyo says, He's got them. He's grasped their hearts. And now it seems as if the warden who was spectating Luffy's little speech earlier is about to jump in and do something. The warden says, uh-oh, their hearts and minds are wavering. But there is a big space in the middle. If I shoot it in there, the ensuing panic will turn the tables yet again. Once they suffer the concentrated power of 200 doses of plague. Plague shot! I just recalled that the name of this warden is Baba Nuki, one of the headliners of the pi Beast Pirates. And it seems that Baba Nuki is scheming a plan to create more disarray once again while Luffy has everyone's attention. He has a ball that was probably created by Queen and it has 200 on it, meaning 200 doses of plague. And he's putting it into his elephant's nostril and it's, he's about to shoot it. Pau pau pa pa pa. Elephant? And Babanuki says that with his arms out, making a fist and as if he was flexing. And now Kawamatsu sees in the corner of his eyes, huh? And now Kawamatsu warns everyone, hey, Babanuki's going to shoot something this way. No, Chief Warden, not that. Please, anything but that. Too late. 
but before you know it, Luffy is right in front of the elephant and he's tied up the nostril of the elephant. Oh, whoa. <laughs> this is so dope. Okay. Um, and now Baba Nuki's looking down at Luffy saying, what? And now Luffy's looking back at Baba Nuki with some really relaxed eyes and a relaxed face. And Luffy says, I saw a pretty bad future just now. <laughs> says the elephant because the what had just happened was Luffy stopped the plague bullet, the concentrated plague bullet from spreading everywhere and instead being exploded and contained inside the elephant's nostril oh, that was so dope oh my gosh that you didn't i did not see that coming that's really cool luffy was practicing his his seeing into the future in his fight against katakuri back in the big mom arc and now it's good to see that that training still paid off in the middle of this fight he can see into the future and prevent things from happening maybe a couple seconds or maybe even a minute into the future and seeing him stop that bullet from being bad news and the relaxed manners that he did, that's freaking cool. Flipping over to the next page, now we see just Babanuki exploding into flames. Paga ablurk is what it says. And in this image, we have Babanuki really blowing up and on the bottom left corner of it, Luffy being shaded, walking away, unfazed by the damage that he did. Master Babanuki, Chief Warden, says the prisoners. Thud. Babanuki falls to the ground. Wow. And now Kawamatsu, spectating the whole ordeal, looking at Luffy, says, What a capable fellow. Luffy, looking really exhausted now, points towards the other prison guard who was shooting all the playground bullets. And then says, You get the rest. The the guard with the bullets realizing he's about to get messed up says, Ah! Oh, and now all of the prisoners seem to be getting fired up. One of them has, is making a fist like he's cracking his knuckles, and the other two next to that prisoner look like they're really mad. Hey, stop! You remember who defies a jailer in their first offense gets? We know, and we don't care. We've decided to rebel. Ah! Gah! And so we just hear... Um, the prisoners really messing up the guards in the distance as the camera pans out to the the prison. Just looking at the overall architecture of the prison right now, it seems to just be like a rock with a bit of an industrial touch to it. And the front seems to be a really big like metal door looking more like a fence as if it was from like medieval times. And then as you go further up, we start seeing a bunch of chimneys that seem to release a bunch of smoke out into the air, which, which kind of explains the pollution problem that's been happening in Wano with all the beast pirates coming and taking their resources and then burning them up into the sky. Really giving some strong imagery of how desolate Wano has become since the beast pirates arrived. Panning back to the text of the chapter, it now says in a commentator's voice, Eight days to the great battle, and without the main army knowing, Udon is pacified. Now old man Hyo closes out the chapter and says, Brilliant work, Straw Hat fellow. You've brought us one heck of a ringer, Kianmon. Awesome. And now old man Hyo seems to be really happy to have met Luffy, and now happy that Luffy's on their side to fight back against Kaido. Yeah, and so this whole 
uh, point of this chapter seems to be Luffy really inspiring the people around him to fight back and fight for their freedom, which is something I love about the series. And I am really happy to see happen again in this chapter in Wano. This point up into Wano, things have been seen really desperate. And a lot of what has been happening is the Straw Hats and the Samurais being reactive to either Kaido or the headliners chasing after them. So it's really been them being the mouse in a game of cat and mouse of them running away and trying to stay under cover. But now it seems since they were caught and they were forced into a corner to fight now Luffy is finally fighting back and also rallying others to get to join the rebellion as well. The inklings of revolution seem to be coming into fruition in this chapter and it says in eight days the great battle will be happening. And the crazy thing about that is the main army knows nothing. As you recall from chapter 946, Karibu did a really good job of taking out the main corresponding snails so no means of communication can go outwards. So the main army of the Beast Pirates know nothing about what had happened in Udon. But yeah, looking back at it again, there was a lot that happened in this chapter. Not only with the Akazaya samurai beating up a lot of the prisoners and Luffy finally initiating the escape of the prison from everyone. But also there was that snippet of Kid the Pirate and his comrade Killer of them really just spectating the fight so not only are the prisoners Luffy and the samurai free now but also now they have Killer and and um, Kid the Pirate to join their forces and hopefully they can help find a solution to the the smile problem that Killer is facing right now with him his constant laughing but yeah so overall the favorite thing my favorite thing that happened in this chapter had to have been Luffy stopping the plague bullet the 200 round play bullet from hitting everyone by simply going to the elephant quickly and shutting the nose before he had a chance of shooting it out. And then saying, I saw a pretty bad future just now. Literally one of the coolest things that could have happened in the chapter and it did happen with him using his future hockey. And showing how adept he is with it. Not only is he improving his armament hockey but also he's still He's still improving and practicing his future side hockey. So this, uh, this arc within the prison was definitely a good training arc for Luffy. He's going to come back swinging punches harder at Kaido when he has a chance to rematch him. And I'm so excited to see the solutions he makes to the problem of fighting Kaido in their next fight. Because the last time they fought, he was just, he got one punched man. It wasn't even really a fight. And Luffy threw his strongest moves at him and it did not phase Kaido at all. But of course that's not going to be the same thing that happens the next time around when they fight. And I want to see what Oda has in store for us for what like to happen. So in the storylines canon we have 8 more days until the big fight. So let's just wait patiently to see what happens before the fight. And what other plot twists we have in store before the big finale of Wano. So that's going to conclude my read through and live reaction of chapter 949 titled Mummy. So thank you for tuning in to the Bucket Hat Pirates podcast. I am your host Bucket Hat Fred signing off.